Welcome to the GC On Demand podcast, a show about people, about process, about technology, about community. It's great conversations with great technologists about things that matter to you, that matter to all of us. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to visit gcondemand.io for all of the show notes. And with that, let's get started. Welcome to the GC On Demand podcast. My name is Eric Wright. I'm your host today. I'm at Disco Posse on Twitter. I'm also Disco Posse in the Green Circle community. So if you go to greencirclecommunity.com, you can find me there. Uh, and of course, we have our show notes in there. So if you go to gcondemand.io, uh, you can pick up all our different episodes, show notes, and such. Uh, one of the neat things that we get to talk about is various levels of the sort of full stack practitioner and today we want to talk about architecture and I think no better way than to talk about somebody who's got a great book that's just coming out. We're heading into VMworld uh, so this is going to be a good opportunity to find out some more about that. With that I'd like to welcome Melissa to the podcast. You may know her as vmis 33 uh, Melissa if you want to introduce yourself and we're going to talk about the journey. Sure. Thanks for having me, Eric. Uh, as Eric mentioned, you probably know me as Vemus or Vemus33 on Twitter. I blog at vemus.net, and my new book website is itarchitectjourney.com. I became a VCDX in 2016, which was a pretty exciting accomplishment for me. Now, accomplishment is a big thing, you know, and how we get there, I think, is what's really cool. And I love the idea that you've shared your story, you know, in a lot of different ways through your blog. And that's kind of the, the focus of the book. So maybe if you want to talk about what is the book, you know, what's what are we going to learn from it? And then we can maybe dive into a bit about your personal journey. Sure. So this book is part of the IT Architect series. It is called IT Architect Series of Journey. And it's a guidebook for anyone interested in IT architecture. This is the guide I sort of wish I had all those years ago when I decided I wanted to become an IT architect, but I didn't have it and I had a lot of things to figure out along the way. And that's probably one of the hardest things for a lot of people is where do I get started? Where do I go? And how do I know if I'm heading in the right direction? How do I figure out what I'm doing here? Um, becoming an IT architect is a pretty lofty thing to want to achieve and it's hard to kind of put that into measurable steps for you to take yourself. An important part of this is the difference between practitioner and implementer versus architect. And I've, we actually was just did a podcast recently with Edward Haletke, and we talked about designer versus architects. You know, designer is like with virtual design master and types of things that we've done. People do stuff, they fire it into place, and sometimes they kind of start with, well, let's pick a product and let's, let's see how we can make it work. What's the the differences with the architect? <laughs> How is it different oh, to no. architect versus to um, just deploy? Yeah, so in my mind, a good architect ideally has deployed something at some point in their career, right? You've kind of done all those other jobs so you know how they tie into the bigger picture. Or if you haven't actually done the job, you found someone to mentor you who has and kind of teach you the way how things actually go in real life. One of the things I talk about in the book is kind of academic architecture versus practical architecture and how they're very different. It's not like you can go decide, I'm going to go get an undergraduate degree in IT architecture that simply doesn't exist. So it's combining all those different methods of learning and all those different things into your experience and putting it into practice on your journey and how to achieve this kind of goal of becoming an architect. 
it's kind of hard to decide where to start. So when I wrote my book, I kind of divided it into four different sections. So the first part I called Before We Go. And these are the things you should think about before you start your journey, how to get into the right mindset and how to look at your skills you have today. And then I go to part two, which I call On Our Way, and that's about, okay, here are the skills I need to know and here's how I actually obtain them. After we talked about how to gain these skills, then we can kind of move on to, okay, I have this skill set now, I've really been developing it, how do I put that into practice? Am I gonna go get some kind of certification like the VMware Certified Design Expert or the CCDE or something like that to prove my architecture skill set? Or am I gonna go change jobs and get a more architecture-based job as my day-to-day activity? So it's about how you're gonna put that into practice after you've gained those skills. I've also included a number of appendices in the book to kind of help our aspiring architects along their journey. So there's gonna be a self-assessment workbook to kind of help you decide where you are today and where you wanna go an IT architecture scenario. If you haven't actually gotten to think like an architect before, there's a part in the book for you to put that into practice. And then a compilation of different learning resources that I thought were really helpful, as well as some of my fellow IT architects thought were really helpful for kind of gaining those new skills you're going to need along the way. What I want to share with people is that seeing the journey and watching you and other folks in the community go through this, you know, this is it's a, it's a struggle. I mean, there's a lot of work that's involved in going up and over. And this is not just going through the motions of the day-to-day. You really had to kind of go over top to, to learn how to do this stuff. Exactly. What are some resources that you used and like what were, what were things that inspired you to go the extra mile? For me, it was just I always knew I was interested in some kind of IT architecture, um, big spoiler alert for the book. I didn't always want to be a virtualization architect. I started my career in a very different area. Big spoiler alert for anybody who's going to read the book. So maybe I won't tell you the whole secret. I didn't always want to be a virtualization architect, right? So virtualization wasn't always my thing. I found it along the way, but I was very purposed in going a different way at the beginning of my career. So for me, it was just sort of an evolution of learning different things, figuring out what I liked and ultimately knowing I really was passionate about the bigger picture, especially infrastructure, and putting everything together and how it all worked and how I could use it to enable my customers, as a, even as a customer, you know, when I was a traditional customer working for a pharmaceutical company, the business units were my customer. So how could I enable them to do things, you know, bigger, better, faster, stronger, all that kind of stuff. So... For me, I ultimately picked kind of the VCDX certification because I was really passionate about virtualization and I wanted to use that as my vehicle to sort of prove to myself that I had this skill set. Now, going to the community and finding others who've walked this journey before you, I think, is an important part. I've been lucky enough to be around a lot of really cool folks who've done this and, you know, your VCDX number 236, that's a pretty thin group. So how did you find somebody who, out of 235 people before yeah, you... Only, had... there, was only, there wasn't even... Yeah, there was 200. Right before I was prepping, there was another defense. So 235 people. That's really interesting. Yeah, is, there, is there a place you, you start? Like, obviously, we, we, we see VMUGs and we see yeah, other... Yeah, you start with VMUGs. Uh, for me, what it all started... What really? So I knew I wanted to go down this path for a number of years. I took some different paths along the way. Some were kind of windy and twisty and took a little longer than I thought, but I got there. 
But for me, kind of the defining moment was um, at VMworld 2014, Nutanix was sponsoring a VCDX prep workshop, and I went. And there I met a lot of really smart, great people, and that kind of kickstarted me. And I maintain, maintained a lot of those relationships throughout the coming years. And when it came down to it, you know, some people volunteered to mentor me. Um, just, you know, thinking of Nutanix in particular, big shout out to Michael Webster and Josh Odgers, who I've known for years through things like Virtual Design Master. And I met Mike Webster at a VMUG locally that year. Um, we stayed in contact all these years and they've really, they, they mentored me during the process. So a big shout out to them and a bunch of other community people I met throughout the way. I probably can't name them all, but Renee Vandenbettum, and Ron Weedle, they were all VCDXs before me. And then I formed a, a VCDX study group with a bunch of people. We call ourselves the VCDX Wolfpack, and we all studied and prepped together. I, I think if you look at the, the people that have done this, very few people do it and then, like, they wave to people behind them and run away with it. Like, it's the first instinct seems to be to reach back into the community and look for somebody else to bring up with you. How did So you are giving back, you know, by helping to, you know, coach and mentor other folks. What are some other things that you're doing, you know, to, to sort of feed back into the next set of folks that are coming forward, other than writing a book about uh, it? <laughs> uh, the Virtual Design Master Competition. Maybe you know a little bit about that. Eric. <laughs> but that was a big thing. So Byron Schaller and Sean Massey both became VCDXs after Virtual Design Master. So I think Virtual Design Master kind of helped kickstart them in their journey too. So being a part of that and kind of giving people the opportunity to test out those architecture skills. And even if you're not a competitor, all our challenges are online and you can go print them out and do them yourselves. Yeah, and I think for people that don't already know, if you go to virtualdesignmaster.io, you can you can read about that. We've been running an open community competition for now, you know, five seasons. God, it's hard to believe it's been that long. I know. And, you know, this is a collective. We worked with Angela Luciani, who's also contributed. And we've got a, a literally a laundry list of amazing people who've helped us along the way as judges, as supporters. And it's really, really cool to watch people who haven't gotten there yet but they find a way to get there through this. And you know, what is there? There is becoming an IT architect and there's different ways to get there in different paths. Obviously you don't have to have a VCDX to be an IT architect. That's just kind of the path I went down to prove it to myself. But you know, we have other competitors like Tim, who used to be PC professionals. I can't yes, keep up with, yeah, what is he, AWS he, champ? He's now Tim Pat 16. Team Pat 16, uh, Tim, Timothy Patterson. He went down the architecture route, but he went into AWS. He went into something completely different. So these skills aren't just for virtualization. They're not just for VCDX. They're really for any sort of IT architecture. And how you want to prove that to yourself is ultimately up to you, whether it be, like I said, a job change, a certification, whatever you want to do. But you'll, everybody will get there the same way. Like There's common skills that everybody's going to need. And I think if you if we talk about this year's Virtual Design Master folks, so uh, Adam Post, uh, he's semi underscore technical, and I, I had a joke. I said like he's not semi underscore technical. He's very underscore technical. Adam did a really really slick job. Uh, actually came in second place overall uh, in the competition, and it was really neat though that I saw a tweet he put out replying to somebody at ahead, saying like, mm -hmm. "Hey, there's a job coming up at ahead. You know, one day." And I said. You know, no, today's your day. Like you're you're ready to go and, and I would stand behind you doing that. That's another thing that this isn't just a, a learning experience. We've really legitimately see people advance their careers through this community. And Absolutely. Do you think that you do you think you can do this in a vacuum? Like do you think someone could become an architect without the help? 
I think you could, but I think it's very, very difficult. So when I did my VCDX, I wrote it by myself. I obviously had my mentors and everything, but I didn't work with anyone until I got to the defense portion. So I essentially wrote this um, documentation, almost not quite in a vacuum. Like I said, I had my mentors helping me, but I didn't work with anyone on it. And it was a lot harder having to do it all myself and figure out all these nuances myself than if I was working with a team like I would be in the real world. And it's kind of the perfect example. When do you go to work during the day and get to just work by yourself on a project? You don't, right? <laughs> yeah. Even if I'm a virtualization person, I still got to talk to the network team. I still got to talk to the storage team. I still have to talk to all these different people. So I think you can do it to some extent, a lot of it on your own, but somewhere along the way, you're going to have to pick up others for a reason or another. Maybe it's that skill, that technical skill. Maybe you know nothing about networking and you need someone to help explain it to you. There's absolutely not, nothing wrong with that. And it'll probably be a lot easier if you work with someone who has that experience, like a mentor, versus trying to go, you know, do it all in a vacuum. And the technology doesn't matter, right? No, it doesn't matter. I think people get lost in the idea that maybe we all grew up in, we call it the V community, right? We, right. And even, I didn't start there, though. Just saying. No, that's it. Well, that's, I didn't start there. That's what's funny. You know, you you touched a lot of different technologies long before the V community was was the place to be. Do you think that we're going to see this evolution of all of us together as we go into new technologies? I kind of feel like it's already happening. Um, it already is happening. There's more communities than just the virtualization community out there. There's strong networking, infosec, all these other communities, and they kind of all do the same thing we do. Uh, virtual design master is kind of unique. I haven't seen anything else for any other real area that does that. But, you know, there's always all these groups of people collaborating on social media. You know, 10 years ago when I started in this space, there was no social media. There, wa there wasn't this community. It was the people you worked with or maybe a message board or maybe your local VMUG. So things have definitely changed. It's gotten so much easier to collaborate with people. Now you can study with people across the world. You just have to figure out the time zones. The technology is there. Yep. So social media is a huge thing. You know, in-person communities, there's lots of opportunities. Uh, we're going to be at a big opportunity. We are. We've got VMworld coming out. So for folks that are listening, hopefully they catch this before they get to Las Vegas. Uh, VMworld, of course, is happening. Uh, the dates are August 27th through the, as the like partner day. Uh, so it's actually the 28th through the 31st of, of August. Uh, we're in Las Vegas and you've got a special event happening. I do. I, I got to give a shout out because, uh, so Turbonomic, who I happen to work for as well, uh, we are hosting a book signing for the IT Architects series. We've got two uh, different sets of authors and you started out. So on Monday uh, from 1.30 to 2.30 Pacific, so local time in Las Vegas, you're going to be in booth number 1219. So at the Turbonomic booth for an hour doing book signings. Yes, I will. And not only that, but of course, people can actually get a copy of the book. So you were going to be giving away uh, 60 copies of the book. So the first 60 folks who are there uh, get a chance to get the book for free and get it autographed, which is really, really cool. Uh, it's going to be neat. I'm, I'm proud that our team has been able to bring that. And then on Tuesday, uh, we've got John Arashid and Mark I'm going to butcher his last name. Poor Mark. You figure I can get Arashid right. It's hard. To, it's, it's Gabrielski. Uh, they're going to be there Tuesday from 1.30 to 2.30, and they have the first book in the series called Foundation in the Art of Infrastructure Design, A Practical Guide for IT Architects. Uh, so John and Mark are going to be there signing. Again, we've got a, a whole swath of books to give away for folks that come, so just come to Turbonomic Booth 
It's number 1219, and we'll be there on site. So maybe just talk briefly about the first book. The first book is really good. I personally obtained it when I was working on my VCDX, and it was really helpful for those still getting into the right mindset to kind of see laid out in there, how does someone actually do this? So they go through, they have a couple case studies, and they kind of show you how they think is IT architects. And it's written by three VCDXs. Um, Mark, John, and another gentleman, Chris McCain. So it's really a great resource for anybody who just kind of wants to see how people do it in the real world. It's a really good example of that. So not only are you there for the book signing, but you also have a session that's going on, which is really cool because being able to be accepted as a, as a community contributor uh, for VMworld is a very, very small amount of sessions that get accepted. So again, that shows the value that, that we're getting you know, by the, the story you're sharing with all of us. So how do we find the session and, and where, do they, where do they track you down there? Sure. So the session is called Upgrading to vSphere 6.5, the VCDX way. And it's myself and Rebecca Fitzhugh, who we actually met through studying for VCDX together. And we prepped in November in Palo Alto together. So we've become great friends throughout the process. And the session ID is SER2318BU. It's on Tuesday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Las Vegas time. And if there's any seats available, I would recommend people get that into their scheduler and their session finder today, uh, because I know uh, it's one of the sessions that's filling up fast. Most of them actually are are really, really starting to sell out, which is cool. You know, we're definitely seeing a huge community that's still wrapped around VMworld and the whole uh, the V community. Uh, we've got lots of stuff going on around the VM village as well. So you can drop by. There's bloggers, tables, and, and people that are contributing. Uh, maybe talk about what you're going to be doing there as well as your session. Yeah, so on Tuesday from 5 p.m. to 5.15 local time, John and Mark are hosting a, a tech talk called IT Architect Series Meet the Authors. So me, Mark, and John, and a, an additional author who's also coming out with her book at VMworld, Damon Burr, will also be there. So we'll be there kind of talking about our books overall. I'm an official VMworld 2017 blogger this year, which is really exciting through the VXWare program. So you'll find me probably in the blogger lounge. Is it even called the blogger lounge anymore? Yeah, I'm not sure what it is. I don't know is. what that area is <laughs> called, but I think you know what I'm talking about. I'll be there most of the time. And of course, people can track you down on Twitter during the events. Yep, Vemus33. And if you come and find me, I have a nice little... Should I talk about this or should I keep it super secret until VMworld? Uh, maybe there's a surprise we can unveil there. Maybe there's a surprise I can unveil here. Um, I actually had goal cards made. A big part in beginning your journey to an IT architect is setting goals for yourself and deciding you're going to start the journey. So I had some cool goal cards made. So I'm going to be handing them out there. And if you want to talk about kind of goal setting and some tips and techniques for success, I'll be happy to talk to you about it. And most of all, you know, just... People have a chance to go to VMworld to meet folks on the floor like yourself, other great community contributors. This is a big opportunity for us. Obviously, the technology that we're going to get previewed there is really cool. Lots of announcements, lots of stuff going on. Uh, but meet the people. I think that's one of the greatest things about the that's community. That's the best part, putting all faces to names and all the people you talk to online. That's pretty cool. It's crazy. I mean, that's how I mean, it's kind of creepy. Like, didn't we all grow up being like, don't meet strangers off the internet? And here you are going to a conference <laughs> with like 50,000 strangers. 
And also, uh, last shout out because we just had the top V blogs again. It's sort of a turbonomic tie, and we hosted the uh, Eric Siebert, who every year does the top V blogs. It's a community voted competition. You know, sorry, it's a I hate to say competition, but it's a community voted opportunity to sort of upvote people that you read often. And you popped into the top twenty five. I did this year. Like I was very wildfire. excited about that. Uh, so you're number 16 yes. this year, as well as top female blogger. Favorite, not top. Favorite. Sorry, favorite. Very favorite there. Favorite female blogger, yes. Yeah. So those were both really big accomplishments. I started blogging in 2014. That's it. Like, that's when I started. It's so hard for me to believe it was only three years ago, quite honestly. It seems like a lifetime. But, you know, 2014, 2012 is when I started kind of becoming active in the community on Twitter, like here and there. But 2014 was the year I started joining Virtual Design Master and blogging, all that good stuff. It was actually your fault I started blogging because you told me, oh, if you're going to do this Virtual Design Master thing, you need to have a blog. And I didn't have one. I had some stupid little Tumblr thing, but I went and got my vmist.net and did my little website and all that stuff. And then there you are, number 16. Yes. So congratulations. Thank you. And congratulations and to you all the folks. And you were number 25. Congratulations to you. Thank you. Yeah, it's yeah, Eric does such a great job of, of making sure he brings focus to a lot of great you know, community and technology contributors. They're, they're the folks we've been reading. We actually saw two folks drop off the list this year. Uh, so Duncan Epping and Frank Deneman, who've been sort of longtime one and two. They've pretty obviously, much the original rock stars. Pretty much, yeah, they, they, which is really, really cool. I, you know, I'm lucky enough that we've been able to meet them uh, and they're at VMworld as well. I don't know if well. I've ever actually met them in person. It, I don't remember. How bad is that? Only, <laughs> I've only been to VMworld one other time. That's it. So the cool thing is we get a chance to meet our rock stars. You know, these are the folks that are in the community that really lead it out and they're breaking new ground. So what's cool is they're doing different things and they chose to opt out this year and open the floor up to kind of let the next generation of rock stars ride up and, you know, get a chance to get some focus. So it's pretty cool. So again, you know, uh, Folks, come to VMworld. We will be at Las Vegas. Uh, come to booth number 1219. You can I should remember that because I have to go there. Yes, you can see me. Uh, I'll be at the Terminog booth most of the time. You can find me. I'm at DiscoPosti on Twitter. Of course, Melissa, how do we find you online? At Vemus33 on Twitter. And make sure you you shout out to all the folks at Turbonomic if you want to come and meet us. Uh, we can definitely find time to catch up with folks. Uh, we'll be in the VM Village. We'll be around. Is that the what Expo it's called? Floor. VM Village. Yeah, I think it's called VM Village. Blogger Den. Blogger yeah. Basement. Yeah, exactly. The uh, the, the the Blogger Cave. Uh, so we'll all be there. Uh, lots of people from the VMUG community, from the general V community, and from all over the place are going to be there, as well as a lot of AWS folks. So, uh, you know who I'm super. What I'm really super excited about, and it's not quite virtualization based. Have you ever heard the name Radia Perlman? No. Oh, yes. Oh, oh wow. yes. She's doing a V Brown bag tech talk actually right before my IT Architect series talk. So come see Radia Perlman and stay for me. Nice. Excellent. Yeah, and the V Brown bags, uh, another great uh, great set of, of speaking slots that are open up. And they're actually on the schedule finder uh, officially, which is kind of cool. So Alistair and, and Cody Bunch and the whole team who uh, who drive that, It's I'm really glad to see them getting focused. So... I tell you, you're going to be very busy this VM world. So hopefully, no, this is my vacation for the year. What do you mean I'm going to be busy? It's supposed to be relaxing, and we were relaxing and blogging and talking to people and meeting people. This is how bloggers relax. I know it's kind of. I guess I need a better hobby then. <laughs> I don't know. Well, who knows? Maybe next year we'll uh, when you get through your next book, we'll we'll see. Who so. says there's going to be a next book? Last bit of advice: Should you write a book? Absolutely. I had a great time doing it. 
it has been a goal of mine since I was a little girl. I've always loved to write. And I'm glad I finally did it. It was actually thanks to Mark and John. They kind of reached out right around the time I was defending for VCDX. I'm like, hey, have you ever thought about writing a book? And I'm like, yeah, but can we talk after the defense? <laughs> and after that, I spoke with them and, you know, we bounced some ideas off each other. And this is kind of the subject I felt the most passionate about right now. So I decided to go for it. And with that, people want to find out more, you can go to itarchitectjourney.com. Yes. Uh, they can order the book. Yes, they and, can order it from that website. And then, of course, if you are if you want to come to VMworld again, come to booth 1219, the Turbonomic booth, on Monday from 1.30 to 2.30. You get a chance to get a shot. If you're the first 60 folks through the door, you get a free book uh, signed. Uh, and you can also get the original, uh, the first book in the IT Architect series. Uh, so join Mark and John at the Turbonomic booth on Tuesday from 1.30 to 2.30. Find me, find Melissa, find all of us there. Uh, thank you, everybody. And uh, we will see you at VMworld, and we'll see you online beyond that. Thank you very much for hanging out with us today, Melissa. Thank you for having me. If you like what you heard here and want to hear much more, don't forget to subscribe to the GC On Demand podcast. You can go to gcondemand.io where you'll find the links in order to catch us in iTunes, Stitcher, the Google Play Store, and more. So go to gcondemand.io. Don't forget to rate us in your podcaster of choice and look for much, much more. Have a show idea? Tweet us at GC On Demand. Thanks for listening.